Nerd Thug Convo. Welcome to a brand new edition of Nerd Thug Radio. Hanging out here on 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. As always, be sure to check the Facebook page, facebook.com backslash Nerd Thug Radio. That's where the magic happens. That's where all the uh, business gets down. And uh, of course, right now we are still doing the contest. Make sure to like, share, subscribe, screenshot it. Send that into nerdthugradio at gmail.com. Every screenshot is an entry. The winner wins a PlayStation 4, Xbox One, or Nintendo Switch. That drawing is going to be August 1st. Um, with me as usual, via the quarantine uh, anchor situation, little brother Miko. Yeah, it's me. I'm back. I never left it. I've always been here. That's fairly accurate. At this point, like, in order for me to do a show, you have to be here, because I don't want to do one by myself. Right. Or I have to get a guest spot on. Yeah. And even then, I still have to work on it, so... You may as well be on it. Right. I am the linchpin. I am the arbiter of the truth. Only I know what goes in. Don't make me delete you. Well, look, I you gave me this power. <laughs> you made this monster. You did this. Oh Lord. Okay. Well, um, as Nico celebrates his coming of age into a power hungry madman, um, it was going to happen eventually. Luke. Yeah, I mean, listen, you were due. You were due. We'll uh, we'll get into it here. So, um, some interesting stuff came out on Netflix this week. Have you have you have you been on yet? Uh, I I watched Brand New Animal. That's an anime that I found very fun. Okay, well, you ruined it already. All right. Um, yep. I was already well, there. <laughs> uh, the Old Guard just came out. Oh, I, I, I saw this, but I didn't, wasn't sure what it was. It is based directly off of a comic book by Greg Rucka. That's a great uh, name. It is. Greg Rucka is... He's a comic book stalwart. He's been in the industry for... Diacades, all right. So he's been doing his thing, and um, he's a, he's um he's an old school guy. Like he's he's been around forever. And so, ah, we're getting invaded by dogs. Um, I think there's someone maybe at my door, but my German Shepherd is unsure, so she barked once. Nice. But um, so the old guard is the story of what are essentially immortal warriors, like they can't die. Mm-hmm. But that's not 100% the story. Eventually, at some point, they can. It, they just don't know when, like, they don't know when they'll stop healing. Oh. So it's, it's a really cool, interesting story where every time they get murdered, they don't know that they're going to come back from that. But they Yeah, kind that's of like, speak. it's like putting, like, the brakes on, like, immortality, because it's like, it's like, at first you're like, yeah, I can't die. And then you're like, oh, wait, hold on. <laughs> Maybe I can. But then also some of them have been alive so long that they're kind of over the like, whole thing. They're like, Maybe maybe I'll die this time. No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> exactly. So, like, there's two of them that are sort of at that point, And then the other two are still, like, really having a blast with it. And so that's where the story starts. And it's really interesting. Like, it's got a really kind of cool dynamic about the four of them. Uh and they they kind of explain stuff in a really interesting way too, because obviously a new a new member joins the group. That's sort of the thrust of the movie is a new person gains immortality. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a it's a cool movie though. It, it, it's uh it's got a lot going on. Charlize Theron's in it. She's really the only. No, that's not fair. She's not the only name. Her and uh, Chuidi Echafor are the only two names in it. Mm. Just new uh, people then. Yeah, well, just lesser-known people. They're probably, they probably recognize them in other things, but I, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I can't think of anything from. I, I didn't see it and go, man, they're so familiar looking. I mean, that's fair, but that's me with everyone. That's true. You, you it's I, almost I, like you're face blind, like that uh, Arrested Development guy. Yeah. Well, except like I recognize people, like, but not actors for some reason. Like I can't. Like I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just like a blank spot in my brain. <laughs> Which is sad because you're usually the one reminding me how we know people. Yeah, I'm like, oh, this person was there. And then it's like, who's this actor? And I was like, you got me, Chief. It ain't Tom Cruise. 
<laughs> That's the scope. It ain't Tom Cruise. Good work there. Good work, pop culture radio guy. Well, look, um, I, I know it's either Matt Damon or Mark Wahlberg, but I'm not sure all the time, 100% of the time, but it's one of the two. I feel like that's racist. I don't know what to say to that. They just, I don't know why their names in my head. It's like, yeah, they're the same person. Like, I know they're different people, but for some reason, like, yeah, I, just, I, 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 I don't know. I don't know what to say to that at all. I am shocked and appalled, Nico. This kind of behavior from a stalwart of the community like you. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> the world deserves better. The world deserves better than... I'm sorry. Um, I let you down because I don't, re- I don't remember if Mark Wahlberg or Matt Damon was in a movie. I mean, that sounds about right. It does sound like you let somebody down. Um... <laughs> never been, never been to Wahlburgers. What am I supposed to do? I'd like to go there if I'm ever there um, in that part of town, part of the world, country, really. Um, I'm going through and taking orders for my first comic book. By the time this airs on the radio, probably be closed, so don't worry about it. If you didn't order one, you missed out. Um, but they will be in stores, so go buy one. Um, be in stores at the end of this month, end of July. But as I'm doing the process, one of the stores that I was talking to was in Alabama, and they were like, do you do signings? And I was like, well, I'm in Houston, Texas, but if for some reason I'm out that way, I'll definitely come and do a signing. Like, I'm not above it. Yeah. But, like, will I drive to Alabama tomorrow? Probably not. I mean, we could. Road trip. We totally could. Like, this would be the time. Um, I just have to leave my job for a little bit and then we can fix that later <laughs> I'll be back job I'll be back I mean Look, you probably that's more than that. some employees that's true yeah that's true some employees just straight up disappear and they never show back up and there's really nothing anyone can do about it it's called job abandonment and I definitely have worked places where it happens and the level of concern is low like people people are never like Oh no, they're missing. They're always like, I can't believe they did this to us. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh <laughs> Hey, we were supposed to film this thing and he just never showed up. So pray. <laughs> That's happened too. <laughs> um But yeah, man, so the old guards on Netflix, one thing that is kind of neat about it, on a lot of the covers, he designed this really iconic looking axe. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's in the book or it's in the movie. Charlize Theron uses it. It's it's really cool looking, but like she carries it around with her. When you see it, you'll know it. You'll be like, oh, that is a cool looking axe. Um, yeah, I'm always a big fan of like really elaborate weapon design. Yeah, it's really iconic weapons, uh, and this definitely fits that mold. Uh, so be on the lookout for that axe in the old guard. Um, and then you can point it out when you're at places and be like, oh, I know where that's from, ooh, and you'll be in the loop. It's from Old Guard, that Charlize Theron movie. Is it a movie or is it a series? What? Is it a movie or a series? It's a movie. It's a movie. Ah, okay. It's a good movie, though. It's two hours. Like, it's not the traditional wham-bam, now you're a superhero movie. It's, it's got a, it's an interesting, it's a, it's an interesting movie, for sure. So what you're telling me is that this is a sequel to Hancock. (laughs) Um, no. But now that you say that, yes. All right, all right. Prequel yeah, to Hancock. <laughs> the main difference between the two is that in this one, she's not bulletproof. She just heals up. Oh, okay. So, like, Hancock cross Wolverine. Got it. Yes. If Hancock was Wolverine, this would be the sequel. All right. <laughs> I got a little elaborate, but we got there. We got there. I mean, like, it's only, like, plus one steps. <laughs> Two more, we'd be, we'd be a Kevin Bacon gang. Exactly. <laughs> you think he plays Six Degrees from Kevin Bacon? Yeah, I think I think he has a, like a master list. Like he keeps trying to go out Dude. from himself. <laughs> if he can't he's get to a like... person, he then makes a movie with that person. Exactly. Like, he's trying to he's trying to build like this huge like I imagine it's like a whole like wall in his house. 
and it just it has like him and like a tiny portrait in like huge web with like string and push pins and all that. Yeah, like he's it looks like a crazy like, like he's solving a conspiracy, but it's just the six degrees from Kevin Bacon. I mean, listen, but it's like every actor ever. What else does he need? You know, right? What he's else? trying to he's trying to invent time travel so he can get to the ones that have already died. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the hard way to do it. Like, he could just work with a co-star, but I guess I guess you're right. Yeah, look, he's got to start going to, like, older actors so that you can, like, get to the ones out. farther, farther back. Yeah, hey, when you're, when you're right, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Although it would be funny if you became, like, hyper-obsessed about it. Like, it became a thing for him where he'd be like, everyone in Hollywood, six steps or less. <laughs> Right, someone's at seven, and he's like, "How dare they!" <laughs> right, he's like, "Oh, you got to find another movie for them." <laughs> he's really the guy pulling all the strings in Hollywood. It's just Kevin Bacon. Well, really, the movie that unlocks most people is the Ocean Eleven movies. Yeah, because there's like a good fifteen actors in there. So if you can get to Ocean's Eleven, you can basically get to anybody. That's the trick. Do any of the Oceans Eleven? Because I know there's, I know there's not just one Oceans Eleven. Or Oceans yeah, there's a, movie. There's Oceans Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen, and then Sandra Bullock's Oceans Eight. So there's a. That's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Are there any like recurring characters in that that connects all of them, or um, are they all like somehow unique? So the actors all do. They come back for Oceans Eleven, Twelve, and Thirteen. It's the same cast. Um. Ocean's 8 is all female. I don't think anyone overlaps, but they use George Clooney's photos and his character in this in Ocean's 8, but he's not in Ocean's 8. Ah, so that doesn't really count. Right. Man, but that's the- a real awkward definition. <laughs> like... Yeah, he's not in it. Like they clearly reference him, and he's there, but it's not him, so we can't use it. Well, like there's a there's a real big movement within Hollywood to control like what they what studios do with your image and stuff post you leaving a film or a franchise, uh-huh. uh, a la Born Identity. You know, because the Jason Bourne franchise was him, and then. Matt Damon. It was Matt Damon, yeah, sorry. And then they reference him into the other franchise with uh the with Jeremy Renner. But he's only in like one movie. Because he comes back, isn't he? Born Jason Bourne came back and did another movie after the Jeremy Renner one. Yeah. But I don't but I don't think I don't ever think, I think ruled out coming back and doing more. I mean that'd be cool. I actually really liked that movie. I did too. I thought that was a really good one. Um I just really like all the Jason Bourne movies. The only thing I really don't understand, and maybe just because I haven't watched them in a really long time, was like, are they like super soldiers? Because I remember them taking like drugs, but like, yes. So they're... other than like, other than like being slightly better than everyone else, like that's all it is. So they're just they're enhanced a little bit. The science was they were trying to. So. Jeremy Renner is enhanced. Jason Bourne is not. Jason Bourne is just super trained. Like, Jason Bourne is just trained to know the absolute limits and conditioned to do everything exactly right every time. So, like, Jason Bourne is just... The habits were yeah, broken Yeah, because when I watched the Jeremy Renner, or uh, whatever his name is, I forget his last name. Um, when I watched that one, I was like, I don't remember Jason Bourne taking drugs. Like, they're part of, like, the same program. It doesn't really make any sense. Yeah, no, they're not. They're part of a a system. So, Jason Bourne's program spawns Jeremy Renner's program. The idea being, now that we know that we can train and condition them, now let's improve them and train and condition them. Right, so they're ultra dumb. Yeah, correct. And so, like, so Jason Bourne, essentially, when he walks in a room, he performs all the special forces, like, mental tasks, like, counting exits, people most likely to be armed, like, the threat assessment level of everybody in the room kind of a thing. And then Jeremy Renner's character is taking pills that are supposed, that are supposed to 
make his neurons fire faster and better so that he's just a little bit more mentally efficient and intelligent. And then physically the same concept, like his muscles are supposed to fire off a little bit better and a little bit quicker. He's supposed to be a little bit stronger and faster than the average person. And that's through viral, like, gene manipulation. Yeah. Which is a real thing. That's what CRISPR is based on. That's the whole concept of the CRISPR project. Yeah, it's like removing pieces of genetic data and putting Yeah, using viruses to to recode genetic data. It's actually proteins, not viruses. Oh, is it proteins now? Originally it was viruses that they were going to do it with because the virus technically rewrites your cells yeah that's what a virus does and yeah. like theoretically you can take that to like a grander so like the proteins are the ones that do it oh like, okay so now they've targeted the proteins because that's where the pro a virus uses proteins to rewrite is what you're saying yeah okay. well viruses virus attacks cells and then like disperses them and then makes more of the virus versus a protein which straight up changes the genetic code oh that's a little bit more scary actually yeah. So, like, as you eat meat, meat changes you? No. Because it breaks down the meat. Into protein? Yeah. Well, a different kind of protein. There's there the, there's tons of different, different proteins. Kind of protein. Yeah. Okay. All right. But there's tons of different kinds of protein. Like, there's the proteins in your nails aren't the same as the proteins in your muscles. You don't know that. I mean, I hope not. It'd be really painful. <laughs> My proteins had a meeting. We're uniform now. We win union. No, the communist proteins. That's right. We Our are proteins. socialist, unionized protein body. Our body. <laughs> That's right. For the collective. No, I don't know what that would be. I don't know that would be either like my hair now grows muscles or my muscles become hair. Like neither one of those is a good outcome. So. <laughs> yeah, it's either super gross or you yeah. don't have functioning limbs. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess in hindsight, we won't do that. This time. This time. <laughs> but next time, we're definitely going to do that. Um, Humanity 2. <laughs> I don't even know how we... How did we wind up here? I blame you for this. Um, So, I've been watching the Scott Porter unboxings of Fantastic Four. Yeah. Going back to ragging on Fantastic Four. And it's exactly what I was looking at. Like, I'm very unexcited about this set. But there's a Wolverine in the cool jacket, though. There's, like, four Wolverines in the set, and none of them matter to me. The one thing that is interesting is if you do the alternate Fantastic Four lineup with the keywords, Mm -hmm. I think you give them all, like, flurry, exploits. I don't remember remember which all it was, but combat. Yeah, like, all of them, all of them, like do something all of them add a power to the group so if you have all four of them working together you have four powers extra for the whole group well it's like they they have to hit though they're not like it's not like free oh i thought it was nah they're all like they're all like so like wolverine's like on hit he gives flurry to everyone hulk is on when he hits somebody everyone gets charged i forget what the other two does one of them have to hit first or is it just yeah, one of them. If one of them hits, they all get it, basically. Okay, well that's stupid though. That's less cool. I mean, it's less cool, but I mean, like the Wolverine's really good because, like, if you carry him, he can like make a free attack. If he's carried by someone with Fantastic Four keyword. Yeah, so like yeah. you have him like get carried by like someone, and then he hits somebody, and then gives everyone flurry. So then, like, it's pretty dope. You can have like Hulk like charge flurry someone in in a in a perfect world. In like in a sealed event, that's gonna be really awesome. Um, oh yeah, no, for sure. Like I, like a part of me really misses is I mean several. It's been a long time since I played sealed formats. Um, Hero Click sealed is pretty fun. The only time it's like not fun is when someone pulls the something up, like yeah, like something one man army. I don't know. A lot of times though, you can get through those. Like if you've got a lot of penetrating or something. Yeah, and I mean, like, definitely all of them aren't, like, invincible, and, like, there's a lot of chases that, like, you pull it, and you're like, oh, I mean, it's pretty good, and it's really strong, but it's not going to win me the game. Right, yeah. And so, like, those definitely exist, but, like, man, it, it's, like, it's been a long time since I played, like, a sealed format. 
So no, I, totally, I totally agree. I wish I wish that's one thing about this whole Corona thing that I'm I'm, I'm waiting for it to be over. Uh, behind the scenes, I've been talking a lot with Adventure Begins. Ooh, I need to send them another email tonight before I go to bed. Um, in regards to just different events and items we're working on and things we're doing. Um, I just think very strongly uh, that it's it, we need this Corona thing to, to, to break before we can get really back into stuff. And I think that that's yeah, well, I mean, it's not only, like, a safety thing. It's also, like, a confidence issue, right? Because, like, it's, like, it's like two-pronged. Well, I, uh, I don't know. Texas seems bizarrely overconfident when we really are one of the most unsafe places. I mean, like, you say that, but our, our infection rate's pretty high, but our death rate's super low. Well, but I think that's honest. I, I don't mean to be the naysayer, but I just I feel like that's about to change. Our death rate has managed to stay low because our hospitals have been fairly empty and it's mostly young people um a, plus we have some of the best medical facilities in all of the right like, like the we world spend, we we are like the home of good medicine like baylor college of medicine texas college of medicine those are two of the best colleges in the country for medicine and oh they both have training facilities right here um right i, I think all of that has been contributing to helping i think all of that can be overwhelmed and i also think the young people are i mean they're gonna spread it like Give like it's been one week since we've basically blamed young people, right? We said, "Oh, bars, we got to close." So it's been a week. Let's wait one more week and let's check the demos on who's got it now, because those young people they all have families. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, and I mean, like that's the issue with like everyone so close together, especially with all like the AC and stuff. It's just not a it's not a good time. Yeah, now especially because it's so and turn off the AC, and... right? Especially because you can't turn off the AC because you will die. Right, it's Texas. Uh, I walked. I walked upstairs, uh, and I had the AC was turned off, so I was downstairs all day, and I literally started sweating. I haven't even gotten all the way up the stairs, and it's just so hot. So the other it, day, so hot funny. one day, the fire alarm went off. <laughs> That's funny. The other day was uh, my nephew's birthday, so we did like like a low key family event, right? Uh huh. When I stepped outside to get to my car to go to it, it was 100 degrees. Oh, yeah. No, it's it hasn't been nice at yeah. all. So the AC thing is just not an option here in Texas. Right. Or well, most of the South, too, even like – well, if you think about like Arizona that has a really high inspection, right? Like good luck getting anywhere in Arizona that's indoors without AC on. You will literally die. <laughs> I've been told it's a dry heat in Arizona. Yeah, but that's that's like worse. <laughs> no, they say that's better. They say that's better. Uh, maybe. Say, I don't know. I I've never. I lived in Colorado. Before. Dry heat is is almost nearly as bad, but they're not as elevated as Colorado, so you're literally less close to the sun. Maybe that's. So I don't, I don't know. know. I've always heard the dry heat's the better option. We live in an ocean of heat, so there's really no way for us to know. Like I can't well, fathom what a right. dry heat is supposed to feel like. Well, dry heat, the reason that dry heat's not as bad as humid heat is because uh, when it's humid, your sweat doesn't work. Right. Because everything's wet. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, like, your sweat's more efficient, but, like, it's still hot as heck. So, it's, you're not, like, it's not any better. <laughs> That's fair. Although, if my sweat works, for the first time, I wouldn't be just, like, mad that I'm sweaty. Yeah, because when you're sweaty here, it doesn't accomplish anything. When you're sweaty there, at least it cools you down a little bit. Right. No, I totally get it. Um, but yeah, I'm just not excited about Science that. Day with Nico is apparently today talking about proteins and humidity. Yeah. Look at yeah. Little Nico, the science other guy. Science, any science man here. Science boy. I like I like I like to go with semi science. <laughs> it's like semi sonic, not semi-sonic. third eye blind. <laughs> yeah, the other third eye blind, semi sonic. At this point in their careers, they probably both would probably be okay with that. Yeah, like, I've been to a third eye blind concert. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so funny that the one you went to was essentially the one from like the album that I knew them from. Look, I got lucky because it was the only one I know them from too. And I walked in and they played like they played a song off their new album, and I was like, "Ah, oh, bro, I'm gonna be here looking like a fraud." 
like <laughs> my friend took me to this concert i'm not gonna know any of these songs and he's like hey guess what it's the 20th anniversary of our album we're just gonna play the first album front to back let's go and i was like oh it was just for me then <laughs> <laughs> That's a good feeling. That's a good feeling. Oh, yeah. No, it was like, oh, hey, you don't know that many songs from us, but guess what? We're going to play only the songs you know. And it was like, the world is good to me. We got your message, Nico. This is all for you. <laughs> I was like, yes. That's about like, uh, there's a band, Vertical Horizon. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they blew up with a couple songs. Uh, Gray Star Morning, Gray Sky Morning, which a country music singer covered much later. And he has a really sad story that he basically attached to the song. So he basically owns that song now. Um, Unfortunate, but funny. It's a couple other ones. Like, uh, I don't remember what it's called. But it's like, you're a God and I am not. And, uh, but anyway, so they had a, a whole album that blew up early 2000s, late 90s, mm-hmm. somewhere in that range. And, they went on tour for it, and they never stopped. They are still, I believe, touring right now. Um, and I think it's still the same album tour. You know, once you once you find once you've struck gold, there's no need to change anything. <laughs> People are gonna keep coming. Basically, like this, the label asked them a couple times, "Hey, you ready to get back to the studio and write some more music?" And they said, "No, I'm good. No, I'm good. We're good." So, yeah. I don't even know if they ever even made a second album, honestly. I mean, if you, fair, you I don't, don't have to. Well, like, and, and music is weird. Like, what they call a debut album isn't always a debut album, et cetera, et cetera. Like, yeah. there might be other Vertical Horizon albums, but this was, like, the first major major label, major debut. And then I don't know if they ever followed that up with anything. <laughs> Again, argument. If you can ride something like that, like, might as well. And I so, hear I hear a lot of times where like touring is like the fun part of music, and then it becomes not fun over time. Basically, yeah, that's like that's, the that's longer you go on happens. tour. Well, you know, I've got some buddies who've been in the music in, in back in the day were in the music industry, and yeah, but basically the band Ludo toured for like three years straight, two and a half years, just nonstop on the road. And there's all these great stories, but they basically lived in a van, right? Like, yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't always great, but there were. But you find the funny and you find the positive, and you have and you're having a good time. You're young. It's a great life. As you get older, as the other stuff falls into place, um, you know, people get engaged, people get married, and there's other things going on. Suddenly, you just don't want to do it anymore, and that basically became the situation. Hmm. But yeah, it is, it's probably fun for a little while, and then when it becomes work, is when it's. Not yeah. fun, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, maybe maybe one day we'll get to find out how not fun it is, and we'll do a, a nerd thug tour of the country. We'll do a bunch of conventions or something. The tour, the tour. I would do oh, the warp tour. We'll call it the warp tour because the warp tour doesn't exist anymore. Yeah, we'll just we'll just rip them off the new warp tour. Uh, I would do like if I was in a band. Yeah, like after like depending on what you want. Like, are you trying to be you two or do you just want to be rich? Like, right. Yeah, I would probably just tour. I would just tour forever, probably. And then, like, one day when people are like, okay, you're playing to 30 people. It doesn't balance out anymore. You're losing money. Okay, I'll go home. All right. It's been real. <laughs> yeah. The second I'm losing money on tour, I'll just go home. But until then, like, yeah, why would I? And maybe I'll write a second album. Maybe I don't. But when I go home, now I get to decide, like, now you choose. Yeah, now I could reassess. Okay, how much money did I actually make from the... Infinite tour. It's probably 20 years of touring at this point, honestly. Man, that's like... That's impressive. Years, like 17 years of touring, somewhere in this range. It's weird to think about, right? Like someone could do that for so long. Like people have been born and like graduated school and they're touring the same album that came out <laughs> right so it's at least interesting to wonder at this point like what are they what are they even like now <laughs> what would the next <laughs> album even be like i don't know it's it's definitely yeah like it, like it's either like completely different or the exact same or like only slightly different like i think about a lot of times where like 
how much like people change over time or how much like a single life event can change someone. And it's like, could you imagine like 17 years? And it's like, whoa. Right. They basically have a whole career of just this one album. Like they can retire when they're done. Yeah. Maybe that was the goal. They're like, look, get 20 years in on this album and then we're out. Like, it wouldn't be the most outlandish thing I've ever heard. Like, what if they were at a dinner, like, when the album was turned into the studio, and they're sitting there with their manager, they're all eating dinner, and the manager's like, honestly, like, this is probably, like, a 20-year record. Like, you could probably just tour for, like, 20 years and then just be done. And, and like, three of them were like, that actually sounds perfect. Like, yeah, let's do they're that. like, yeah, let's do that. And he was like, no, no, it's just a saying. Like, we don't really... And they're, and they're like, like, no, no he cool. said it. Yeah, 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 we're going to do that. Yeah, that works. Yeah, put us, put us on the list for that one. They're yeah. like, what? <laughs> We'll do that. That sounds good. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. Wait. That's what we're doing. <laughs> all right. Good Good to hear. Good talk. See you later. Uh, all right. Another round of drinks, guys. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> Toast to the tour. 20 years. Woo. And then just like, ah, oh, GD. Ah, oh, come on, man. Come on. <laughs> <sighs> but no, I, I, I don't know. I'm curious, man. Uh, we'll jump off to a break. We'll come back. We got more Nerd Thug Radio coming your way. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon. And coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so take out... Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who have been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe and stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Rudy Townjonovitz, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to Nerd Thug Radio, right here on 14.5, 106.1, the sister stations. And we're streaming worldwide at IronLoneStar.com. Do you ever, like, stub your toe? I just did it verbally. Just, nice. like, verbally. What is 4 point? Uh, uh, uh. Um, anyway. Right here on the lovely IRLoneStar.com, 104.5, 106.1. Anywhere else you get your nerd on, that's what we do. We nerd it up. We nerds it it out. Um, Make sure to go to Facebook.com backslash NerdThugRadio. And, of course, with me via Anchor, as always, Little Brother Nico. It's me. It's you. Um, So, we were talking about the Heroclix Fantastic Four. We talked about Netflix and Old Guard. Uh, before we get into anything else, though, why don't you go ahead and mention The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More. The Adventure Begins, Comics, Games, and More is open and at full operating hours. However, you are required to wear a mask in, indoors inside the store, and they do have table space available, but it is 50%, so not a, you can't, can't have the whole house full, but they do have table space available. Uh, and you can still they still have online ordering and curbside if you would prefer you want to stay extra safe, but you can come on in if you would like to. So this Wednesday, big, big, big news. Uh, free comic book summer kicks off this Wednesday, July 15th. Come on in, get your books. And uh, remember, this is an event that's going to go on all every Wednesday. You can come on in, get a little stamp, and you can change that uh, little passport for loyalty points, depending on how many stamps you get. So if you don't even get them all, you can still get something. So... It's free stuff. It's free percent off. It's free points. Uh, you can use those for private rooms, which are still available. Uh, they also still have their mini- uh, monthly miniature painting contest. 
this this themes uh this month's theme is tooth and claw five dollar entry free uh you drop off uh your entry in the store uh the deadline is the 17th so that's this friday uh and the winner receives 15 dollars of in-store credit and you can have your uh you can have your piece displayed for everyone to see Ooh. awesome skins Yep, so Monday from 4 to 8 is Miniature Mondays. You can free event. You can come on in, hang out about the store, show off your minis, paint your minis, ask for help, uh, and have access to paint and supplies. Uh, Wednesday, the 15th from 6 to 10 is War Cry Wednesday. So this is War Bands. This is Age of Sigmar Universe. You can come play. Also, uh, on the 15th from 7.30 to 10 is Virtual Trivia. Uh, and that is going to be on their Twitch and then Friday, July 17th from 5 to 8 is Star Wars Game Night. So Star Wars Legion, uh, X-Wing, Outer Rim, tons of stuff that you can play there. And July 19th, Sunday, 4 to 8, D&D Adventures League. $5 to play or just make a purchase of at least $5 and you get to play in the store for Woo! Yeah. So they still got loads of events going on. They still got curbside or... Uh, online ordering if you would prefer if you want to stay safe but venture begins comic games and more fantastic staff wonderful store always clean family friendly great place there you go love that place they have my comic books on hold for me uh we were going in every other tuesday for dungeons and dragons our group has now moved online just to be safe uh but yeah man we i love the adventure begins and they take care of us and they say they love us too i mean i believe them. it's real it's real to me. Um, it's real to me. So, I don't think Kickstarters are the end-all, be-all way for indie writers to break into comic books. Um, usually, I don't know why you such a heavy, you're such a hard stance against this. I think it's funny, but I just, I, yeah, I just don't. To, I can't think of a lot of Kickstarter writers who turn into, you know, mainstream writers. Um, like maybe that's not their goal. Successful in their little bubble. Just well, no, enjoy that's, that. Listen, if they if they're happy putting out three hundred copies, four hundred copies, great. Um, to me, I feel like I'm doing what I'm doing to grow. I want to to turn what I'm doing into something. Uh, I don't know necessarily my own publisher, but at the very least, to where I'm a name as a writer. To where mm-hmm. you know people can go, well, we can get Corey to write it, and, and that'll that's a, that's a known quantity. Um, but one place I do think kickstarting has a real, I'm going to say future. Like I'm going to sound like I'm 1980s guy. It's like the internet's never going to work. Kickstarting obviously is not going anywhere. Okay, like I get it. I'm not. That's not what I'm yeah, going to say. It's, it's been around for a while, now. right? But I do think one place where it speaks better to winners and losers. Maybe this is my issue. Maybe this is really what I'm saying. I don't think funding Kickstarters makes you successful. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, it does really make a, a difference in the toy industry. Oh, yeah. No, for sure. So Marvel Legends uh, announced that they wanted to do a 27-inch Sentinel action figure. 72 yeah. points of articulation with LEDs, and it's going to come with a six-inch custom Bastion figure. Um, Which is dank. However, the only way that's going to work is they need they need 6,000 cells to make it worth their effort, okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, at the price point of $350. All right, so I'm going to stop you before you continue any further, because that is chump change in the toy collecting world. <laughs> it absolutely is. But it's also a really brilliant way to sell a limited edition custom toy. Oh yeah, no, for sure. I'm I'm a really big uh into Transformers. Like I don't buy a lot of Transformers, but I'm super into like the stories and especially like the toy collecting side. Like I'm interested in hobby, but I don't have enough money to support it because I'd be dead. <laughs> um but, like, the amount of stuff and the amount of work that gets put into these figures is insane. And, I mean, the price point, whew, it's a little steep, but, like, it's well worth it to see, like, some of the the crazy engineering that's into that. 
Yeah, for sure. It definitely... And that's not even getting into, like, the crazy people who are, like, statue collectors. Who are, like, spend, like, two, even four to five thousand dollars on a singular piece. Okay. To get it, like, resin cast or something. So the Sentinel went live. The, the, The ordering went live on Friday, July 10th. How many backers do you think it's at right now? Six thousand gets it made. Six thousand gets it made. How many backers do I think? Um, easily forty-eight, twenty-four, somewhere in between there. Between twenty-four hundred and forty-eight hundred. No, between. Oh yeah, no. Hold on. Six thousand gets it made. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty-four thousand. Easy. Do you think twenty-four thousand people have already backed it? Probably. Okay, you're on. You're you're way over, but I I actually kind of think you're gonna. I think you've circled where the number's gonna end. Right now, just in one weekend, eighty five hundred plus people have backed it. Yeah, they've already unlocked two stretch goals. Right. Yeah. This isn't. This is. I think is where it's. It's probably. It'll probably like this. This is a big deal because I mean, who's who's doing it again? It's Hasbro. It's Hasbro. It's, it's straight up Hasbro. This isn't. I don't. I don't even think this is the first time because I'm almost positive they did the same thing, or they rumored. And I don't know if they went. I mean, I can probably double check this later, but they rumored it. Um, they were gonna do a, a fully transformable, like two foot tall Unicron. They did. They did. That was. Uh, I think that was the thing that kind of opened the door for this. Is that yeah. one exploded? Like when they announced it, they were like, "Well, we need at least four thousand people to order it at three hundred. And like seven thousand. It was like, people it was like I think it was I think it was five. I think it was five hundred. It might have been, but it didn't matter because they 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 moved the numbers. Like the needle oh. moved immediately. Yeah, no, it's because people want to. People like there hasn't been a Unicron figure in I think over a decade and a half. That's um, weird too, but I guess he's only really from the movie, right? Yeah, he's just he's just I mean he's 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 important in like the comic books and stuff. Like he's. He's basically like the equivalent of like almost like the quote unquote like the devil of the story, right? But like they kill him, <laughs> yeah. So, it's, so they got it. Like he's important to like the lore and stuff, but like he's just in the movie, like in animated form. I think he, I think he appears in like one other universe, and like he has a bunch of different comic appearances. But like other than that, like that's it. And there hasn't been a figure of him since I think it was two 2000- thousand. Eight, nine, somewhere around there. Even before then, actually, probably two thousand and four. So it's been like fifteen plus years. I mean, that sounds about right. Um. Okay. So initially, the sixty, the six thousand, to get to six thousand, it would have the seventy-two points of articulation. Uh, twenty-six point three inches. 260 individual pieces and also has LEDs in the head and chest. That's so cool. It's going to have the tentacle weapon thingy uh, and it comes with the Bastion 6-inch Marvel Legends figure. Um, And like, does like more people doing it like get like... So when it got to 7,000, I'm trying to find out where it was. So Tier 1 unlocked. Tier 1 came with the Master Mold alternate head. Alright, that makes sense. Something simpler. Was the battle damaged head and hand. Okay. And that was tier two was eight thousand. Tier three is nine thousand and they are sub five hundred away. Yeah, so I mean that's literally what two Oh wait, no, I'm thinking of dollars, not backers. But that's yeah. not that far. No, five hundred backers. Honestly, I mean it's going through until August twenty fourth. If I have a good August, this might be what I get myself. <laughs> I've started bribing myself to have better months. Just try to be more motivated financially. Because, you know, I mean, money is not my my goal um, financially. I've never been a guy who's been dollars and cents focused. I, I recognize that as a weakness as a person. Um, I need to care a little bit more about money. So because of that, I started to kind of bribe myself with nice things. Right. So that's that's what I'm doing there. I mean, it's pretty cool. Giant 27-inch tall Sentinel. That'd be pretty cool, right? Yeah. 
be like, you don't have any space for it, but I mean, like, it's real cool. I could put them like, uh, just, just, just string them to your ceiling. <laughs> I could move the TV over a little bit and put them between the TV and the printer. I'm looking at go. it right now. There you go. Just, just throw your printer away. You even use it. I haven't printed anything since I've actually moved this last time, but every once in a while, somebody needs, I don't know. It's really when, when is the last if I have to. When's the last time you printed something? If I have to print something, it's usually the rest of the world's fault. Like, that they're not moved on to where I can just send a PDF, right? Like, yeah. It The people who still need you to mail stuff in are the people who are behind the times. I mean, this is true. The only time I ever, like, the only time that I'm really like, ah, oh, dang, I'm really glad I have a printer is, like, because I'm still in school and I have to turn in printed assignments, and that's it. Yeah, realistically, like, like really, your teacher should take email. Yeah, no. Like, realistically, in the real world, like, if you'd be like, here's this, email in. The thing that, like, is real obnoxious, and they're like, well, you have to do that and give me the physical one. It's like, really? Like, you have both of them. Like, why don't you print it yourself? Yeah. Get off your damn high horse and you do it. I'm sorry. I am a poor college student, professor. Could you print out with your buckets of money? What no. I, you know what I used to do is I used to email them to myself, and then I would go to class early those days and just poke my head at the professor's like office and be like, hey, can I just print this right here at your desk real fast? Oh, sure. Just forward it to me. I'll print it. Boom. Wow, you had such nice professors because um, there, there's, there's no printers in, in any of the rooms. So I mean, you go to the same college I did, um, so I don't know what to tell you. Uh, I think like I... Maybe. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. However, it's also due to lack of printers. Yeah, that, that might be it, too. But there used to be printers in every room. Yeah, that's not the case anymore. There's like, it's like you go to the library or go to the computer labs. You're only printers in the whole building. That's not dumb. even the whole building, the whole, like, campus. I mean, there's obviously other ones, but they're, like, all, like, the real big, huge ones that are supposed to make, like, 50,000 copies. I distinctly remember my accounting class was in a room where along the back wall there was like 15 printers and those printers would just go off randomly throughout the day they were just in the network that's hilarious yeah that was the best part of like <laughs> being being uh my mom was when my mom was a principal i was i would run wander around the schools after classes were over uh and just like bother the teachers or play on computers or whatever and like just be sitting in the computer lab and then all of a sudden like 15 like like the printers are just going wild. There's like thirty documents. <laughs> it's like oh god, <laughs> oh, oh no, oh no. <laughs> yeah, it was clearly somebody scheduling something, and they would like come in the room and they'd pick up twelve copies of whatever it was or something. Yeah, in my head, I'd be like, why wouldn't they just shoot that to a Xerox machine? Because it would like collate and everything for you. But these yeah, printers don't do that. But again, it probably is just these people's limitations on what they know how to do. Man, that's like one thing. Like, how come printer technology hasn't like improved at all ever? No, I think it has. I just think we don't know how to use it. No, like, like I've seen a Xerox if, machine that put together a whole presentation package before. For no, a, I watched. I don't. Video. I don't doubt it, and like I'm sure that that exists. But I'm talking about like the home printer, oh. like because nobody prints it. Like we just got done saying we don't need stuff printed. So I know, but like, there's not even the option, like. What when when when, when 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 printers on when printers on sale cost less than ink? It's like you really have to wonder. No, I wonder nothing. I I I move on. You buy a new printer, so you do because it comes with ink. I don't though because we don't print anything. I don't like. Well, we go through a lot of ink in my household. When this printer runs out of ink, I don't know that I'll ever even buy another one. Just throw it away now. This this is, maybe, even without, even with the ink in it. This may be the last printer I ever own. I don't doubt that for a second. Because, like, what am I? And then, like, they've even made the little tiny little printers where you could just stick the piece of paper in it and, like, it prints line by line as it goes. Have you seen those? No, but I've seen like the scanning things where it's like just a bar and it's like scans it to your computer. I've seen that too. I'd like, I like, what are we even, like, why on earth would I need a giant printer anymore? So, no. When this guy dies, it's probably the end of printing for me. I think even before then. I think he's been dead for a while. <laughs> yeah, printing has been dead for a while to me. When this guy dies, officially, it's the end of printing. <laughs> 
print this for me? Ah, no, no, can't do cheese. Yeah, uh, moved on from printing. I'm sorry, sir. Um, <laughs> I mean, honestly, who's going to stop that? That makes perfect sense to me. All right, guys. Thank you, everybody, for listening. That's uh, we're just about close to being done here tonight, today. Um, so on behalf of Little Brother Nico and myself and our sponsor, The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More, same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. As always, be safe, be kind, be clean, wash your hands, uh, make sure you're trying not to spread a pandemic that kills people. Um, or I guess if you want to try, I don't know. Like, I don't understand. Like, free country, just don't be the worst. But apparently, I don't, I don't know. You know what? No, we're taking a stand. Stop spreading it. We're, we're darn mess. It's not that hard. Be um, courteous. <laughs> just, just like for no other reason than just cuz. Like, just cuz. Wear a mask. Um, all that being said, Black Lives Matter, fight the power. Thanks for listening. We'll see you on Thursday. The Adventure Begins Comics, Games, and More is open on 1488 at 525 Woodland Square Boulevard. With comics, games, and everything nerd-related, The Adventure Begins is the one-stop nerd shop. On Saturdays, they alternate between having Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon, and coming up, they also have cosplay crafting and trivia nights and BYOB nights. They're currently offering a 10% discount for limited time, which will be valid for as long as you grab your books every month. Hey, Conros, this is Corey DLG of Nerd Thug Radio, hanging out here, just enjoying my quarantine time at home, and I hope everyone else is doing the same, social distancing and minding their manners and listening to the orders while we get all this health stuff, health crisis straightened out and get this pandemic under control. I hope everyone's doing their part to flatten the curve, but doing their part also means supporting small businesses. Local businesses here in Conroe, uh, restaurants, things of that nature that have been able to stay open, they require the support of their community, so takeouts. Uh, is a good option to do. So reach out to those places, order some takeout food if you can afford it and if it's reasonable. Uh, I'm not asking anyone to risk their health, but this, the community has always relied on the, itself to support itself. And this is one of those times where as Conroe, we can stand up together and take care of small businesses and entrepreneurs who've been taking care of us this whole time, helping Montgomery County grow into one of the fastest growing counties in all of America. Uh, thank you very much and stay safe. And stay tuned for more Nerd Thug Radio. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio.